1: Deus et fugiant Let God arise and let his enemies be scattered and let all those who hate him flee from before his face. This is Caleb the mechanic with Radio Free Catholic. Let's get started with a prayer. Nomini Patris et Filii et Spiritu Sancti. Amen. San Michael Arcangelae, defenda nos in Proelio, contra nequitiam et insidias, diablias o praesidium. Imperatili deis, de precamur, que princeps militae calestis, satana malios, spiritus malignos, que ad perditionem animatum, pervegantur in mundo divina virtute, in infernum de trude. Amen. Cor Iesus, Sacratissimum, miserere nobis, Matur Dolorosa, ora pro nobis. Sancti Joseph, ora pro nobis, beatis caro lucidomo e Austriae, ora pro nobis. Domine tuum ave Maria Purissima Immaculata Est. Amen. I want to give a hat tip to Dave Cullen because he's the one who pointed me in the direction. In the direction of the Nuclear Threat Initiative. Now, the NTI conducted an exercise last year in March of 2021. And the more I dig through this, the more I realize these people are insane. They conducted an exercise of a disease that outbroke, that broke out in a fictional country of Brynia. The fictional country is conveniently located right around Where the Balkans are. Brinia and then the other country of Arnica. Uh, Now I'll go ahead and tell you that's convenient. But when you go through. uh, This. uh, Lord. Okay. The only issue, I kind of wish that I could click on a bullet point and then it would take me exactly to the place in the article that I was looking. All right, finding one. The international community needs a more robust, transparent detection, evaluation, and early warning system that can rapidly communicate actionable warnings about pandemics. Okay, that's cool, whatever. Really doesn't bother me. Finding number two does. Governments should improve preparedness by developing national-level pandemic response plans built upon a coherent system of triggers that prompt anticipatory action on a, quote, no regrets basis. It will be chaotic and frightening, but you can't wait until you have certainty. You have to act with no regrets. I have this feeling that was the Chinese guy operating in there. Now, that you have to act in a manner. So you have to pull the trigger and act as though they're and, and act without regrets. Now, I've been sort of beating around the bush. In March 2021, the NTI conducted a tabletop exercise on reducing high consequence bio threats the third in a series of collaborations between NTI and Munich Security Conference all of the really nifty handy dandy stuff that makes it you know sound very very sort of high-minded and best interests at heart is kind of crammed in all this crap so we're just going to jump down to the meat and potatoes the meat and potatoes is is that the exercise scenario involved an outbreak of monkeypox in a fictional country called Brynia someplace in the Balkans. At least that's what the map looked like. It doesn't even matter if it is. It could be, you know, Africa. I mean that section could have just as easily been a fictional representation of Saudi Arabia for all it mattered. But that was the that was the exercise. The exercise was there's an outbreak of a rare form of monkeypox that is very dangerous and is spreading this was in march of 2021 what did we just hear about last week oh yeah that's right last week monkeypox outbroke and they're paying attention to this and it seems to be very very important well in the paper from the nuclear threat initiative in the paper released on november 20th or of a november of 2021 Figure 1. Scenario design summary. Move 1. Monkeypox outbreak in Brinia, 1421 cases, 4 deaths. May 15th, 2022 was the patient zero moment, the attack. May 15th to May 15th, 2022. G when did we start hearing about monkeypox? Well, today, as I record this episode, it's May 21st. And I started hearing about monkeypox last week. Right around May 16th or May 17th. Hmm. Let's see. That's weird. It's almost like they knew. Well, that's weird because Event 201, which was conducted in the late summer, early fall of 2019, they were talking about corona, a coronavirus outbreak. For those of you who don't... And by the way, you can still find the documents for Event 201 online. They're still there. They're just sitting there. Where they reported in roughly October 2019 an outbreak of coronavirus, and then they worked out that plan. So coronavirus in 2019 and monkeypox in 2022. And both times, a not insignificant period of time passed from the point of the exercise to the release in the news. Man, isn't that just weird? Wouldn't it be weird if the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation was involved in both of these? Now, we know already that the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation was involved in Event 201. This has long been. But as I scroll to the list of participants, two names stand out at me. Well, actually four. But two, in particular, the first one I just alluded to was Dr. Chris Elias, president of the Global Development Division, Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. Weird. So the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation was involved in Event 201, and they were involved in the Nuclear Threat Initiative tabletop, where Event 201 predicted coronavirus, and this one predicts monkeypox and there was a coronavirus outbreak, and now they're talking about a monkeypox outbreak. Dear family, I know correlation is not causation, but it's a certain point. You know what the other thing would be really weird is that China was involved in the coronavirus outbreak. We now know with near certainty that it was more, it was at least a lab leak if it wasn't a deliberate thing out of Wuhan, China. Wouldn't it be weird if there was? I don't know. The Director General of the Center for China of the Chinese Center for Disease Control and Prevention? Wouldn't it be weird if that guy was on this board too? Well, that's funny because Dr. George Gao, Director General of the Chinese Center for Disease Control and Prevention, is on this is in this exercise as well, and as if that weren't enough, then you have Miss An- Miss Angela Kane, visiting professor of the Paris School of International Affairs and Tsinghua University. Huh? Weird. Oh, but it gets fun because you have Dr. Peggy Hamburg, former commissioner of the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. Dr. Beth Cameron U.S. National Security Council Sam Nunn, former U.S. Senator who's a founder and co-chair of this little fun project Sir Jeremy Farrar, director of the Wellcome Trust who was also involved in Event 201 Huh Then you get a few more of the more obvious um, involved peoples We'll go with Dr. Rusandra Dragya Akli, the global head Johnson and Johnson Global Public Health R&D and Janssen Research and Development. Didn't they just get kicked in the teeth a couple weeks ago for some flaws in their in their coronavirus vaccines? Looks like they want another dip, at the t- uh, another dip in the soup or a dip in the in, in the pot, don't they? and Dr. Petra Wicklund, Head of Corporate Affairs, Merck. Now, I did mention there was a name that really stood out for me, and I'm not even joking. As I went down this list of people, one of these kids is not like the others. One of these kids just doesn't belong here. And that is Mr. Arnold Bernard head of health security solutions SICPA now i had never heard of sicpa but it turns out that sicpa is a swiss company that provides security inks for currencies and sensitive documents including id documents identity documents transport or passports transport and lottery tickets these people provide more than 85% of the world's ink used on money. And it would seem, why would these people be important? Well, that's actually interesting because as I look here, pharmaceutical serialization Tamper proof certificates, telecom, thermal inkjet printing, traceable inks, security inks for banknotes. Wow, such an interesting, interesting company. <clears throat> so, the company that provides the ink. For your dollar, your pound, your euro, your yen or your yuan, the ruple or the renminbi or whatever. The company that provides the ink for that money was involved in this. Weird. Dear family, I want to say here we go again. But God is the one who also determines um the effectiveness of such things we would We would come to find out that less than of uh, less than four percent of all people who died from coronavirus actually died from coronavirus, and the vast majority of people actually died with coronavirus <clears throat> okay but that wasn't really the devastating part because more people died of the because here's the thing where now. Here's where you run into an issue. In the United States, if only 4% of those people who died supposedly from coronavirus actually died from corona, you know, actually with coronavirus as the cause of death, and everybody else died with coronavirus as a contributing factor or something that's just happened to be hanging around at the time, then when you go to the VAERS database, it turns out more people actually probably died from the vaccines. And we know for a fact that more people died cumulatively from the lockdowns, the shutdowns, and all that other crap, because we had 107,000 people from ages 18 to 49 die due to overdose of fentanyl, a world record, excuse me, a historical record in the United States. 107,000 people died of fentanyl overdoses. Meanwhile, fentanyl is still pouring across the border. People are still suffering. Our children are now uh, as high, as much of an IQ loss as 22 points. By the way, you can't afford to lose that many IQ points, and be honest with you. The average person has a 101 IQ. You, lo- you lose that, you, you drop down. I'm not even joking, you drop down to sub retard levels. and I don't mean the clinically retarded, I mean the dumb enough that you cannot function properly because you're not smart enough to be able to follow instructions. This is actually, the IQ point hit, and I talked about this in great detail, the IQ point hit reduced this generation of children to where they no longer qualify for military service because they're too stupid. Stupid in the clinical sense. That's really, really dangerous. Ridiculously dangerous. So the after effects of the coronavirus outbreak, and the global responses, including shutting down national economies, the up-and-coming food shortages, the current baby formula shortage. By, away, by the way, side note, and I, again, I want to hat-tip Dave Cullen over at Computing Forever for this because he seems to be my favorite um, my favorite uh, guy for news. Like, when you really get something that's right on the bleeding edge, it's Dave Cullen who always seems to be there. Headline from CNBC, Bill Gates' climate change investment firm bets on lab-produced breast milk. Beyond Meat and Impossible Foods are two of the best-known companies disrupting the food sector. Beyond Meat and Impossible Foods are both heavily invested on by Bill Bill Gates, by the way. The new up-and-comer is BioMilk. uh, That's BioMilk with a Q, not a K. Has just earned the backing of the world's top inve- top investors, raising three and a half million in Series A funding from Breakthrough Energy Ventures, Bill Gates' investment firm focused on climate change. Breakthrough Ventures' investing coalition includes Jeff Bezos, Mark Zuckerberg, Rich Branson, Richard Branson, uh, Masayoshi Son, Jack Ma, Michael Bloomberg, and Mark Benioff. This is like the who's who of of, of evil rich assholes. The only exception to that rule is the true believer and and when I say true believer because I know for a fact he's a true believer in this stuff is Richard Branson. Everybody else, I don't know that they I don't I don't know that I would call them true believers, but I know for a fact that Richard Branson is a true believer. He actually he believes he believes the climate change nonsense. He like he believes these things. <clears throat> Jeff Bezos is Lex Luthor. So, Mark Zuckerberg is a space alien robot. One or the other. Um, Michael Bloomberg is a lizard person. Jack Ma almost as bad. Like this is a who's who of some of the worst people. The only one that the only one of those people that I actually have any respect for is, is Richard Branson. All the rest of them have proven themselves time and again. Well, I don't know anything about Masayoshi Son, um, but. Everybody else on that list is provably evil. Jack Ma, Mike Bloomberg, Mark Benioff, Mark Zuckerberg, Jeff Bezos. all of those all of them are true blue evil. Richard Branson is the only dupe who I actually who who actually like he like he actually believes
0: the hype. <clears throat> it's that time of the year your vacation is coming up. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If Only in Theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active mint customers by 531.24. Get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and t shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds.
1: And when you see the way he, and and the reason why I say he, he actually believes the hype is because you can see that in the way that he puts together his companies. His companies, for being so backwards in their philosophy, they're actually put together really well. That's the best way I can put it. Um, he Branson Branson believes the hype and he lives it he's he kind of reminds me of Daryl Hannah Daryl Hannah's another one of those people um when she says you know she's absolutely against you know the eating of meat and this that and the other like she absolutely lives it out and she like she believes it she lives it out so to them like to that category of people i I I lend at least enough respect in that they live out most of what you know, they, they live it out. Branson is wealthy enough that he can afford to live it out. So you'll notice he doesn't... <clears throat> I, I wouldn't be surprised if he actually... As soon as somebody comes out with an electric jet, he actually flies one to work. I mean, that's kind of the way that goes.
0: <clears throat>
1: now, doesn't make him right. But I'm not... But it doesn't... It, <laughs> But it does not make him evil. The others on that list are just evil. Every last one of them, proven hypocrites time and again, time and again. They live at like, yeah, no. proven hypocrites time and again. Branson's one of the few that seems to do what he can, that uh, seems to do everything that he can, um, in accordance with what he believes. I mean he's the kind of guy who would buy he's the kind of guy that actually you know powers his yacht with solar power so <clears throat> does that make him a great person ah, no you know there's still the yacht thing that is sort of you know be you know kind of makes everybody look sideways at him but like i said um yeah definitely does, he, he, he is a man with integrity. He's wrong, but he's, inte- but he, but at least he has integrity about it, uh, you know, about it. <clears throat> it's always weird when I have to uh, cut people slack. It's one of the reasons why I don't like, of the three space billionaires, um, he comes in at number two. Number one would be Elon Musk, who doesn't believe the way all these other people like he believes some of the hype but he doesn't believe fixing it the way they want to fix it is is the way to go Richard Branson believes the hype but he's not he's not Jeff Bezos about it and Jeff Bezos is just a scumbag now Did not mean to get off on on that one, but when you look at, I mean, I literally read that for the first time because I was just like, oh, hey, by the way, since we're talking about food shortages, let me go ahead and jump over there and talk about it. Well, as it turns out, all of the people involved in this are in some way, shape or form, they're also involved in the Event 201 coronavirus exercise. That's not terribly surprising, some of the names on that list changed. Some of them did not. Is this going to be another monkey? Is, is the monkeypox going to be another COVID? Maybe. Maybe. I don't, I don't think they can play that twice and have it work. But the first time around, they wanted to see what they could do. And it would seem that this time around, they want to codify those things to make sure that they can do them. So I would imagine that there is, in fact, going to be another round of lockdowns. Maybe not for everybody, because some places it's not going to work out. But, and this is the key thing, what started to happen in these last couple of weeks alongside this, alongside the monkeypox outbreak? Oh, yeah, that's right. The World Health Organization is putting out a treaty that the United States might actually sign. Now, I don't think they will. Or more accurately, the president can sign the treaty, but it still has to be ratified in the Senate. And I don't think it will be. On the off chance that it is, however because every single one nearly every single one of our politicians is dumb enough to do it the world health organization's treaty will become the law of the land superseding the United States constitution this is the thing that everybody's worried about and this is one of the reasons why you should be worried i don't now i don't think that they i think the president will sign it i don't think it'll get ratified it's not going to get ratified with 50 with 49 senators okay It's not going to get ratified even if they get the 50th in order to get Kamala Harris to pass it through because treaties have to be passed with a two-thirds majority in the Senate. Let me say that again. Treaties have to be passed with a supermajority. It has to be at least two out of three senators. I think it may even be further than that, but I know it's at least a two-thirds majority in the Senate, and I do not believe that they will get two-thirds of a majority in the Senate. On the off chance that they do, it becomes the supreme law of the land and the World Health Organization and the Center for Disease Control, Dr. Anthony Fauci and his dipshits, excuse my French, but I've so far had it with them, it's not even funny, will have operational control of the United States of America. More than that, every country that signs this treaty... Their center for disease control, or whatever their equivalent is, will have operational control of the country over and above the elected officials of that country. This becomes the superseding law of the land. That means that the medical technocracy becomes the supreme power, not just in the United States of America, but all over the world. That—that that is the danger. That is the danger. Are they going to do it? Are they going to succeed? I don't know. But we just rejoined the World Health Organization, and Dr. Tedros—I um, uh, forgot how to say his last name. I don't even remember what his last, what the letters are in his last name. But Dr. Tedros of the World Health Organization is a thug. He's not a scientist, he's a bureaucrat who covered up three cholera outbreaks in his home country. (coughs) He's also a supporter of, of Robert Mugabe, the terrorist dictator of Zimbabwe. The one who is actually responsible for Zimbabwe having a $1 trillion bill that you can use to buy a cup of coffee. The people involved in these programs. It's really not so much that they have to be stopped, although it would help. The problem that you're running into is the people who say, oh, well, these people sound innocuous enough. They're not. We've crossed the Rubicon when it comes to innocuous sounding organizations. They're not ever they try to make you use fluffy words i mean when you when you go through this when you go through this document i mean listen to the gobble gobbledygook in this document In March 2021, NTI conducted a tabletop exercise on reducing high consequence biological threats, the third in a series of annual collaborations between NTI and the Munich Security Conference. The exercise examined gaps in national and international biosecurity and pandemic preparedness architectures and explored opportunities to improve capabilities to prevent and respond to high consequence biological events. The exercise included 19 senior leaders and experts from across Africa, the Americas, Asia, and Europe with decades of combined experience in public health as biotech, uh, biotechnology industry, international security, and philanthropy. What did that say? I mean, that was a lot of really big words that said absolutely nothing. Because when you break it down, they said in March 2021, these people conducted an exercise on how to take over the world. on the things that they needed in order to be able to close the gaps that were left behind by COVID-19. Because that's basically what this is. This is an exercise specifically designed to close the gaps that were left behind by COVID-19. They saw what happened in Sweden. They saw what happened in places like Florida. They saw what happened in places like Florida. And what Florida and Texas and the other states that did not cooperate did and the resulting fracturing in the in the United States of America. And they said, okay, we're going to have to come up with a way to make sure to close all of these gaps so that nobody is outside the control. And they even lamented about this. If you look in the Event 201 papers, they lamented about the fact that there's a finite amount that they would be able to do because many nations have specific securities security measures involved or in integrated into their national governments to make sure that a total control of the government was impossible. Now, they don't put it in those words, but they say that there are many people who are going to be left out because blah, 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 and they blamed liberal democracy <clears throat> or a function There, I guess we're calling the United States a liberal democracy? I don't even know why. But anyway, they, they, they talk about the fact that there are some structures in some of the national governments that we're going to prevent them from being able to do everything that they could possibly do in order to prevent a coronavirus pandemic. And they talked about that in Event 201. Well, that's what this exercise is. This exercise is to determine how best to close those gaps. And conveniently, this was released in November. This paper was released in November of 2021. And the World Health Organization recently came out with that treaty that was going to do everything that it could to close those gaps. Now, the problem that I have with this is that this includes a recommendation of establishing what they call a no regrets policy. <clears throat> Governments should improve preparedness by developing national level pandemic response plans built on a coherent system of triggers that prompt anticipatory action on a no regrets basis. This is like pre-crime for bioresponse. The problem is, is that when you have these triggers on a no regrets basis, it means you do heinous, evil, and wicked things like, I don't know, locking down a city of 25 million people, including take, separating families from their children, and locking them up in detention facilities. Because, hey, we did everything that we could, and we have no regrets. Because that's what this is. And do not be surprised if they start talking about a no regret a no regrets, a a plan that's built on having no regrets because you have to because you have to do something. Because you have to take some action to prevent whatever. That's what this is all about. This is about establishing a government that doesn't give a crap. This is about establishing a system, a measure, of a, 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 a control mechanism on the whole world, country by country, state by state, city by city, where they don't give a crap, and they tell you they don't give a crap right off the jump. We're going to do this, and we're not going to bother regretting it. We're not going to worry about the number of people who die of drug overdoses, the children who commit suicide. We're not going to worry about the families that are broken up and never come back together. We're not going to worry about any of the economic, political, cultural, or spiritual ramifications because we had to act. That's what this is about. And increasingly... These morons seem to think that's the right, with, right thing to do. And they would only think that because they don't have to count the cost. They don't see the cost in real human lives. And even if they did see the cost, these are the very people who would be exempt Because they're the ones pulling the levers and running the program in the first place. And they cannot be bothered to follow the rules of the rest of humanity while they're trying to run the program. So they will have exemptions and exclusions and no need to comply. I tell you. This is the conspiracy theory today. Actually, what's nice is this is actually popping off early enough. This isn't even a conspiracy theory yet. This won't be a conspiracy theory for several weeks. In fact, judging by the actual scope of this exercise, which seems to run until two thousand, until December 1st, 2023 so right now we're coming up on the end of may this will be a conspiracy theory that this even happened probably until i'd say november maybe december of this year if it even makes that kind of news because nobody's paying this close attention And then it'll come out, "Well, yes, this happened, but." <clears throat> Spoiler alert. They're doing it again. That's basically the news. That's basically the news here. They're doing it again. The links will be in the description. I will have the link for the paper. You can read the paper yourself. I will also uh, track down the Event 201 link so you can put them side by side and you can read them both. And you tell me, you tell me, I'm telling you they're getting ready to do it again so that this way they can close all the gaps that they had for COVID-19. Because that's what this looks like. This looks like the next step in a soft battle plan. They did all of these things for COVID-19. There are a lot of people who are very pissed off, but there are also many, many people, the vast majority of people complied. But for the ones who didn't, they have to be able to put in the force of law. And that's what this exercise is for. It's to put in the mechanisms to make sure that everybody complies. I keep saying the chastisement is coming and we're gonna have to take it like men. I don't know that you can actually stop these people short of going around and assassinating all the decision makers. Ah, oh, please God, assassinate all those decision makers. There aren't that many. In the United States, there are 1,100 people that if they all died tomorrow, all of this would come to a grinding halt. But they won't, lamentably, they won't. They will be allowed to continue to make their decisions. They will be allowed to continue to destroy the very fabric of, of humanity all over the world. So in the meantime, while we're waiting for the great chastisement that's going to be brought about by these psychopaths, pray your rosaries. Get, get into and stay in a state of grace. Go to Mass. Go to confession. Penance, penance, penance. The chastisement is coming. All you can do is pray to reduce the effects on you. It's going to get real. It's going to get horrifying. And that's just what it is. Pray for the church. Pray for your nation. And pray for those of us who are out there on the bleeding edge of all this craziness. Because we'd like to get our salvation too. This is Caleb the Mechanic with Radio Free Catholic. May God bless you and the Virgin protect you. In nomine Patris et Filii et Spiritus Sancti. Amen.
0: Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince.